This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I am Brian. So this episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our amazing Patreon members. Yes. We have a Patreon community that we are so thankful and lucky to have. And we've been having so much fun. We're actually going to talk about a digital hangout that we did this weekend with our Patreon members. Yes, we are. But our Patreon members are really the people that make it possible to do a lot of what we do. Their support and also their friendship has been so immensely amazing to us during this time and so appreciated we've had such a great time just communicating with everyone on patreon and our telegram group digitally it's really been a lot of fun to the extent that i think we're going to continue doing these things you know even after we get the all clear yeah to some degree absolutely they've just been too fun to not continue so we do have some new patreon members this week that we wanted to give a big thank you and shout out to they are rusty wesley Chara, Melissa, and Shajib. So thank you guys so, so much. If you want to be a part of the fun, get in on those digital hangouts, our Snapchat, our uh, secret Telegram group, and so many other bonuses, you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. And Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We'd love you for it. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, a good time. We have met amazing people there, and they're super supportive and just they're ter- they're just terrific. We had a great time, especially again yesterday with our scavenger hunt, which turned into a naughty scavenger. We're hunt. gonna talk about that. I want to save that for a little bit, so okay. that will be uh, definitely a part of this episode because it's too good to not talk about. It was fucking awesome. Agreed. But I do want to get to uh, single guy tip of the week first. Yeah, you know it's interesting. So we are about to be. I guess phase one of opening our state and our our county, our area back up begins on the 24th. The 25th, technically. 25th. We're just a few days away, five, six days away. And since that was announced on Friday, the 17th, we have gotten inundated. I have with single guys particularly. Really? I have not on the ones that I control. So that's interesting. Inundated. And the one thing I will say is while everyone is going to be super gung-ho and, you know, obviously eager to get out and socialize and do all the fun stuff, the single guys particularly, you really need to kind of pump the brakes. Just pace yourself because you're getting real, they're getting real eager. Like this morning, we got a message from a gentleman. I don't even know his name. I don't know anything about him. He just simply sent three pictures. One of him and a gal whose face was covered up having sex. Another one of him sitting in a chair, cock out, and then another one of him standing up with his cock out. So it's like no, no messages, no, no just images. Right. Like, it, I get it. We're we're getting close. You know, the floodgates are <laughs> but, about to open. But are we getting close? That's what I was gonna say. Like, I not mean, really. I think not 100%. it's different for certain. Like, if you trust people, you know people, you have regular playmates. That's definitely gonna come first before random single sure. dudes that you don't fucking know. For sure. And I think the guys that are really eager, like this gentleman that sent. Three three random picks with no verbiage at all. That's the guy that's just simply going to get bumped because the first thing, like you said, I think really like for us, like lifestyle perspective wise, phase one is getting in contact 
and re- responding to the messages we've gotten from the people that we know and our friends. Yes. That's number one. So if we have a, if we get the opportunity to like actually go out and have a drink in a normal setting somewhere because everything is opened back up, it's going to be with friends. Like people that we know have also been sequestered and locked down. And Well, you know, and even then it may not be play right away. I think no. we're really trying to understand how we safely incorporate play back in. Yeah. You know, it is a big deal in our lives and we want to incorporate it back in, of course, but we have to do so responsibly. Yeah. And I don't think the answer is just fucking meeting 20 single dudes in a month. No, it's a terrible idea. And I, I hope that at least the people that have been corresponding with us, because, you know, I mean, I have chatted with a few of them, the hopes that later on when everything, you know, we get the all clear that we can start to communicate, you know, socially again, face to face. I hope that they get it. Because throwing out random pictures without saying anything or just simple one-liners, talk, we talked about this. We're gonna, we'll talk a little bit about this later. I've had some really interesting conversations with some really cool single dudes in the lifestyle as of late. And a lot of that conversation was surrounded by what comes next, what does the lifestyle look like for everyone and for you, you know, for us, for them specifically, what's going to be the new protocols. And I can tell you that much like our my interpretation of what events and parties are going to look like, it's going to be much of the same with this. It is going to be selective, selective to yep. say the least. Yes, it's going to be. People are going to not only be cautious of how they spend that entertainment dollar, but how they spend their entertainment time, because it's going to be much more precious to them. Yes. So if you're a single dude who's just throwing it out there, you better step up your fucking game, because where it was difficult before. This whole thing started, it is tenfold now. Fuck yes. You better be on your A game to the nth degree. Because I'm telling you right now, the first random guy that we play with, and I I shouldn't say random, the first new guy that I play with is really going to have to blow me away because I've waited this long. Plus, I have regular play partners that I trust their judgment, that I I know that they've been quarantining themselves. I feel safer and more secure with them. So when it's actually time to pull the trigger with a new dude... I mean, that's going to be a big deal. It's not just going to be some random asshole. No, it's also not going to be the situation, a situation where we meet someone once and then there's playtime. It's going to be a, probably a couple of interactions. I mean, if, for no other reason, to make sure, frankly, that you're still healthy a week later. Right. You know, I mean, whatever the case may be. And, you know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I think people are going to be challenged by scheduling and, you know, all those things because people aren't going to have a lot of vacation time at this point. There's not a lot of time off. Everyone's going to want to hit the ground running once they get the opportunity to get back to work and, you know, all those things. So there's going to be a lot of components. But if I can give the single guys in particular, because I'm trying to help you out here, any piece of advice right now, based on the conversations that I have had, with other folks in particularly the hot wife space, with guys who know their shit, who play in that space with their significant others, I can tell you, selective, cream rises to the top, you know, water seeks its own level. These are comments that I've heard and we have made. And if you're not at the fucking top of your game, you are at the bottom. Yeah. So step it up. Yeah. Well, I think also, too, it's funny that like when you take a step back from all of it, I think about, especially in the beginning, but also maybe kind of sprinkled in there, potentially, the guys that we I moved forward with that we probably shouldn't have. Oh, for sure. That we were eager to have an experience, that we were just kind of going through the motions, or we got so caught up in like, the last one was so hot, and that was fueling us to go out and find something else and be yeah. more slutty. 
yeah. whatever, that, you know, you, you get kind of lost in all of it. And when you take a step back from it, you go, okay, this is actually what we fucking want. And anything that doesn't fall into that is going to fall by the wayside. For sure. And I think, again, you know, we've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people. We've spoken to a lot of couples, you know, in the podcast space and in just in the lifestyle in general and all the guys I've talked to. And the conversation really seems to be the same, you know, for the most part, even with our a lot of our friends uh, in Patreon and our Telegram group. The, the bottom line is things are going to change regardless of where you were before, right? So you're going to travel to events. The events, I think, will be more scarce, smaller. I, I think there's going to be a situation where people are going to really kind of, it's going to be strategic about where they go and play and with whom they play. So yes. it's really going to change a lot. And I think if you're not on your game, I talked about this with Cole from Crazy Truth. He and I had a fucking amazing conversation, which I can't wait to share with everybody. But an amazing conversation about, hey, if you're not on your A game going to these events, don't waste everyone's fucking time. Because everyone is going to want to get the most out of the experience. Yes. Right? I mean, Agreed. that's really what it's going to be. Yeah. So I, if this whole situation did nothing else for us... It definitely opened my eyes to what we should really kind of look for Focus as we on. move forward. Yep, right? absolutely. I mean, there's definitely going to be some real strategy as we move forward. I agree. So step it up, guys. Yeah, no fucking doubt. Get your fucking clothing situation figured out. <laughs> yeah. Buy a comb and some good shampoo. Yes. Figure it the fuck out. And a razor. Buy a razor. Yes, absolutely. Buy a fucking razor. So many people are starting to look homeless on social media. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's so funny. People are like, I'm home, so it doesn't fucking matter. And it's like, yeah, but you're still posting on social media, so well, it does fucking matter. And you're sending pictures and, you know, it's all that shit. It's like, come on, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. Shape for up. Sure. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I'm looking, I am looking forward to the progression of things, Yeah. I guess. I'm really curious to see what happens lifestyle wise uh, as we move forward whether it's a you know an event or a party or whatever really kind of interested to see how the whole thing you know plays out i have a lot of faith in this community i think the this lifestyle community is full of creative and thoughtful people and i think that we will come out of this stronger but it's going to be different and we're all going to have to adjust and that's just a reality of it it's not necessarily all bad no uh this this situation yes i understand like there are some major events and people have had to cancel vacations and all of those things. And I, I feel for we those did. people. Uh, yeah, us included. I feel for you in that situation. But I also know from being in this community that it's full of people who can bounce back and be resilient and make it better than it was before. So I'm very optimistic. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm anxious to, uh, as I said, to see what that, you know, the natural progression of things uh, is. It's going to be really kind of it's going to be eye-opening for sure. I'm excited about it because we now have a better perspective. Having been locked down, you know, for a month and a half or whatever it's been, I think we were really, of course, we're super eager to get out and have fun like we always were. But now, you know, uh, you're going to be a little bit more calculated. Calculated. That's a very you know? good way to look at it. So, uh, you know, where are we going? How much time are we going to spend chasing this? Or how much time are we going to spend, you know, communicating with this particular person or with these people? How far are we willing to go? What, you know, what events are we willing to roll the dice on? That's definitely going to be interesting for us going forward because we had huge plans this summer. 
Yeah. Crazy. But we had all kinds of stuff planned. Yeah. You know, and we have had to cancel those things. Yeah. You know, well, so as has everyone. Yeah. We're not alone in that. So. No. So, but for us, yeah. it's going to be, you know, kind of an interesting summer. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. All right. I want to switch gears a little bit because you have been doing a project, the first part of which came out this last Thursday. Yes. And I thought it'd be fun to kind of mention, I don't think we actually talked on the podcast about why you are doing this series and what people can expect from it. So what I've done, I've really felt like there's a lot of the gals in the lifestyle that share their opinions and perspectives on all things related to the positive sexuality space and the, and the ethical non-monogamous lifestyle. You don't oftentimes have two guys that just sit down and bullshit and kind of talk about what they think. Right. You know, what, what their perception of things is. And so I thought, let me reach out to some of the guys that I really enjoy listening to and, and you know, that I would, and some that we know, obviously, and have a conversation with them and just kind of talk shit. And that's pretty much what I did. I really wanted to get down to what the guys thought about certain topics related to the lifestyle that you don't really hear. Yeah, you keep saying that you're talking shit with these guys, but you're really not. Like the conversations that have come from it, I'm editing them. And I have this huge smile on my face every single time I start listening because it's like, it's a completely different world when two men sit down and have a conversation about something. And it doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen in normal vanilla world very often, unless it's about business. Business, right. And it doesn't happen hardly ever in the lifestyle space. Podcasts, there are so many like, you know, voices of the women or like articles that are coming out in the publications online about women in the lifestyle. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I think it's amazing that women are so empowered in this lifestyle. But at the same time, I think that the male perspective often gets muted. A little bit. And and I had that conversation with uh, Richard from Room 77, which was the first one that just went out, which I had a great fucking time talking to him. I think we spoke for probably two hours after the recording. It was just a really fun conversation to have, you know, and it was really the first time we'd connected. So it was, it was really interesting to get to know him a little bit. And that conversation went all over the place, lifestyle related. And he has some interesting perspectives on things, much of that we share, you know, the same perspective, but you don't oftentimes hear it. Right. You know, always, as you said, the women are, are forefront in the lifestyle. And he and I talked about that. And, and I think they should be, I think that that's, you know, it's apropos for the lifestyle. The, the ladies should be taking kind of the lead on things because it really comes down to their level of comfort, you know, and what is okay with them. So that's, and that's great. But you never really have, like you said, two guys just opening up, talking about how they feel about certain things that, you know, the lifestyle kind of, you know, brings to the surface. Right. You know, and I, I enjoyed it. Probably we'll continue it even after all of the uh, craziness is over and we get to kind of get back to somewhat normal life. I'm so excited for you to learn how to edit then. That sounds like such a great Great challenge for you. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I'm so pumped. You're going to yeah. have a new skill coming out of quarantine. Yeah, par- yeah. see, it's not all bad. You learn <laughs> new stuff. It's like my least favorite part of doing all this. So you're going to, you've already volunteered to help. I have. Yeah, I this absolutely. is the fun part. It's the three hours of editing afterwards that is not the fun part. Yeah. But, you know, at least then I can, you know, I think listening particularly to my own bullshit, it'll give me, a, a, again, another idea of just how, you know, either crazy I sound or, you know, no, what, need, what you needs to be. you don't sound crazy. Most you know, of the time you don't. <laughs> I usually edit out the crazy. So that'll be the most interesting part is you not censoring yourself and what comes out of it. We'll see. Yeah. You never know. You never know. So yeah, listen, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I liked it so much. As I said, I'm willing to take on the extra work and probably continue doing it because it was that it was just a good time. And I feel like there's some, uh, you know, the guys have a lot of information to to offer and to share. Right. You know, I think it's important that we we hear it. 
I agree. I'm proud of you. And I think it's amazing. And all three of the ones that you've done so far are gold. And I love them. Yeah. So we're going to have the next one come out uh, next week after after this comes out. And I actually had the opportunity to speak with Rockstar from No Pants Required. And it was a great time. Again, we talked for a couple of hours, uh, not just lifestyle, just life in general. Just enjoy talking to him. You know, you don't get the opportunity to do that a lot. Yeah. You know, and once again, it's just one more thing that came out of us being in the shelter-in-place situation. You've got to, you know, you get creative to entertain yourself and to keep yourself busy and to, you know, develop projects that are fulfilling. And being able to do that because of this, I think it's a positive. I agree. So kudos. So should we talk about last night? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we should. So last night we had our third, uh, fourth. Fourth. fourth digital hangout. Yeah. We've been doing weekly digital hangouts for members of our Patreon community as just another way to say thank you. Obviously, we have a little bit more time on our hands. We're not going out for Sunday brunch. We're not going out for Saturday date night. So we have this time and we're eager to connect with people as well and who better than our Patreon members to connect with. So this has now been the fourth one we've done. We did Truth yeah. or Dare last weekend and this weekend, one of our Patreon members came up with the idea of doing a naughty scavenger hunt. Yes. And holy fuck was it fun it was i had a blast yeah it was a great time it was basically strip scavenger hunt yes essentially so you had to go and find an item and if you if you weren't able to find the item in the allotted time then you removed an article of clothing yes. well it quickly turned into everyone trying to fuck over everyone else so that we were all <laughs> naked yeah, which was absolutely. awesome <laughs> yeah, absolutely and some of us you know had less clothing than others I really prepared. I mean, granted, it was they were my rules, so I'm a cheater. But I had like four. I had like four layers on, like three layers of lingerie. And well, some of the gals did the same. They were prepared. They had some extra clothing on. Uh, some of us, not so much. I had a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. As literally. did someone else. As yeah. did as one did, of the other gentlemen. One of the other guys did the same. A couple of them actually, or one had a pair of underwear on, but uh, and socks maybe. But I had no socks, of course, no underwear ever, and just a t-shirt and jeans. So it didn't take me long to get naked. But it was a lot. <laughs> lot of fun it was so much fun there were so many people i'm trying to remember how many folks were on there it was like eight or nine couples and two singles yeah it was quite a few people yeah but what was really interesting to me and what something i wanted to talk with you about is obviously you know most of us on this were pretty pervy or all of us yeah in a very good way i mean that with nothing but love because we're pervy as in you and i and For i sure. love it <laughs> For sure. but we were trying to stump people on sex toys yeah and it was tough because everyone on the call was a lifestyler or lifestyle adjacent right and a lot of us have ridiculous numbers of sex toys yes so i mean we were coming up with like someone came up with find a gold vibrator yeah. and they fucking had it right you know or like a blue dildo and someone had it i mean it was that specific and people had the sex toys which got me to thinking why do you think it is that lifestylers have so many more fucking sex toys than the average person because they're just more fun is that really what it is yeah absolutely M much more open-minded you know much more willing to share their fantasies and desires with each other and you know they're, they're i think it's just a question of being open and free you adventurous know? i yeah, that's what came sure. to my mind with it is like yeah. i thought back to i was helping a friend before i met you before i had 
500 sex toys. <laughs> I was thinking back to a conversation I had with a friend about her trying to find her verse vibrator. Right. And she was like, oh, I don't want it to be too big and I don't want it to have too many bells and whistles. And like, you know, I just don't want anything pervy, basically, is what she was saying. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like thinking in my head, I have, you know, 12 in my drawer. But right. the idea of her getting a vibrator was like a big fucking deal because yeah. to her, it felt like naughty and taboo, which is. I mean, we definitely have toys that are naughty and taboo or double-ended dildo yeah. uh, <laughs> hint, hint. But, um, you know, I think overall, we don't think that way of sex toys. No, no. Well, for us, it's, they're, it's just normal. Right. Right? It's it's just as normal as when somebody asks us to find a red spatula, which we totally had. And we also, someone also asked to find uh, asked us to find a dildo over 10 inches. Well, we have one that's 16. So absolutely, <laughs> we had that. So yeah, I mean, it's like we started thinking about it as we, or I started thinking about it as we we started to collect the toys that we had to get for the scavenger hunt. I'm like, wow, we have a lot of random shit. Yeah, we do. You know, like at one point there was a 16-inch double-ended dildo, 9-inch black suction cup dildo, a ball gag, <laughs> right? There was the ball gag, the yeah. nipple clamps. I <laughs> nipple mean, clamps. there was just such random shit laying around the room. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. I loved it. Yeah, it was a good time. But I think I also wonder if part of it is that you play with people who have certain toys yeah. and that normalizes it to you. For example, when we played with the couple who had the violet wand, right. I was fucking terrified of the thought of playing with electricity before that. Right. It was something that always intrigued me. Like I loved watching other people do it. I would watch videos on YouTube. I saw it at a play party once. I was very intrigued by the whole thing, but it was fucking terrifying to me. Sure. And then we played with a couple and they went very slow they were very experienced with it they were super respectful of my boundaries and all of a sudden i'm like i fucking need a violet wand yeah right away we had to purchase a violet wand and now it's like your one of your favorite things right you know so yeah it makes sense i mean you got much less inhibited people in this space and they find each other they, they come they come together I also think part of it is that lifestylers are much more likely to educate each other. You know oh, what I mean? Like I think about our Telegram group and how many times someone has reached out and gone, hey, does anyone have a really good suggestion for like a vibrating anal plug? And of right. course, everyone's like, oh, here's 12 links for you. Yeah. Or like, has anyone had experience with a flogger? Can you tell me which you know weight I need? And everyone's piping in because yeah. it's like you're eager to share those things because you're excited about your own knowledge of the toys that you own and enjoy. Well, it just makes sense. Well, I mean... You're talking about a group of people, particularly that share each other. They share their their significant others. So sharing the idea of what vibrator or flogger you should get seems remedial at that right, point, right? right? I mean, you know, I'm willing to share my my significant other, but I do not want to tell you where I get my suction cup dildos. Right. It makes absolutely no sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or like when we suggested the squirt watch. Yes. And all of a sudden we had days long conversations with our telegram yes. group about their experiences with it, who had bought it, who had enjoyed it. Pictures, who... videos. <laughs> right. We saw it. We got it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it spurred more people to go and buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, why wouldn't you take the, the direction of a like-minded couple when it pertains to something that you're all into. Like if you're into sex toys, who are you going to ask other than another couple who is clearly into those things? Right. You know? So yeah, it just makes perfect sense. Do you think we have too many sex toys? I don't. I think that's ridiculous. I actually think we do. How is that? <laughs> How could, well, how could that be? I think looking through them yesterday or like as we were putting stuff away or just when I've been going through and cleaning them as part of my quarantine, I've like deep cleaned all of them three times because it's become my new obsession. Yeah. I am realizing that we have like double 
of certain things or triple. Oh, for, oh, listen, we've got, yeah, I mean, just think about cock rings. We have like rings. four of the same anal plug. Yeah, well, think about cock rings. There's like nine in that one box we have in, in, the, in the bigger chest. And how different are all nine of them? I mean, some of them are very different. Some are very similar. Others some, yeah. are very similar. Yeah, there's a couple that are very unusual. And then there's some that are just basically your silicone cock ring. It's a different color or it's got studs on it or whatever. Right. But it's basically the same. Yeah, but then, well, then you get into stuff like, like we're going to talk about, we're, we're doing a video for the folks at Tremor. They, we have a Tremor now. Yes. And it's fucking insane. Yes. So that's one of those things. It's like, well, you know, if we had that and the the wand, like the, the Hitachi wand, and then maybe the violet wand and a couple of suction cup dildos, it's like, I think you rounded out your collection. Yeah, you, you don't know? need much else. Yeah. But then, you know, you look, like you said, you open up our fucking two toy chests and it's like holy shit where did all this come from yeah it's almost kind of embarrassing yeah. actually but granted a lot of them have been like sent to us for videos and things like yeah. that not all of them are things that we've purchased well then so. look well then you open up the box that has the condoms in it and the lube <laughs> right we have so much fucking lube yeah we don't need as much lube as we have but you actually made fun of the amount of condoms that i bought this time it was crazy and we went through that many condoms in like five months yeah i know i thought it, i i thought it was like holy shit did you buy them like for the year or how many condoms did and i'm you like need? no this is like barely a six month supply and you're yeah. like oh shit well then you can well yeah but then you consider like when we were with hannah the last time we went through like nine condoms Well, when i play with clint we go yeah. through four or five condoms a lot of times too it's not just yeah. You, t- not, typically, you're not using one condom with a partner. Yeah, At no, least it, we're not. No, not the just, kind of sex we're having. No, it just didn't occur to me that we would be going through like nine or ten condoms in a session. Then it's like, okay, so the box of 250 makes sense. Right. Totally get it. Yeah. You know. So are there any sex toys we don't have that you're like, oh my God, we need that in our collection? No. I th- no, listen, we have a very well-rounded collection when you consider... All the suction cup dildos, all of the BDSM stuff. Now, there is some BDSM stuff I think we can still probably pick up. I'm looking. There's a few items I think we we need to get. We need some BDSM furniture for sure. Well, I don't know about that. How are we going to take it with us when we travel and shit? I don't know, but I, I feel like we need to <laughs> we need to figure it out. I think the one piece I'd really like to get is a legit cane because, like, right now we're just using dowels. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we I'd do like a really nice legit bamboo cane that yeah. actually has a handle for you so that you right. can get some leverage on it. I think that's the only piece lately that I've been like, oh, we really need that. Yeah. So th- yeah. So there's a few of them out there for yeah. sure. Yeah, we don't need another flogger. We need a dildo like we need a hole in the head. Yeah, don't need another dildo. That's for <laughs> damn sure. I mean, we've got them all shapes and sizes, the remote control, the vibrating. The, I mean, we there's just whatever size or color or shape that you, you could possibly need, we have them. There's no doubt. If you ask our mail person, we actually got 12 dildos in the mail a yeah, couple weeks ago. Sure did. <laughs> if you guys and haven't it, seen that on social media. Yeah. So we had, quote unquote, discreet shipping. So I wanted to get this black dildo in because we've been having all these... I've been having all these fantasies about having sex with the hot black man that works at the gym. Yes. Okay. So we got a black dildo so that I could act out some of these fantasies and, you know, just be silly and enjoy each other during quarantine. And we received it. And on the side of the package, it said 12 10 inch flesh colored willies or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Which came the day after we got the tremor. Yeah. 
So surely that poor gal. Well, the Tremor actually had amazing discreet shipping. Oh, did it? Yeah, I don't know. Had nothing on the outside of it, nor should it. Nobody should know what sex toys you're getting at your house. I don't give a fuck. I don't care that our mail lady thinks that she dropped 12 dildos off on our doorstep. Nope, don't care. Do not give a fuck. But (laughs) most people do care. And therefore, you shouldn't have to fucking worry about it. I thought it was hilarious when I saw the box. I was like, holy shit, that is the fucking best. Yeah, you put on Twitter, got like 150 likes in like three hours. Thank you so much for keeping our business private. Yeah. U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, someone was like, do you think she noticed your mail lady? I was like, well, next time I uh, wave at her, we'll see. We'll find out. She can't out. look me yeah. in the eye, then she noticed. Yeah, she can't. Yeah, if she, if she doesn't make eye contact, fairly certain she's figured it out. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking awesome. So anyway, who cares? Yeah. It was a good go time. Fuck. It was great. Well worth it. A lot of fun. Yeah, last night? Yes. Yes, and we will be doing something again probably next week. We're trying to come up with something different so it's not just well, like we the have same an thing idea. We got to make sure we can make it work. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. So, yeah. Good another reason though. to jump on our Patreon. Yeah, listen, it's been so much fun. I really think that, you know, and a lot of the folks that are that were on last night, they're friends. So, we're going to continue the digital communication even I think long after this is over. It's a great way to stay in, in touch. I mean, you never I never gave it any thought before all this happened. No, you never really placed much efficacy on it, honestly. No. Like I had to ask you, "Hey, get into Patreon, get or, you know, get onto Telegram or get yeah. into our Snapchat or whatever." And yeah. now you just do it because you enjoy it and it's our way of socializing and we've developed really good friendships well and like i said doing the digital thing with uh you know the zoom kind of stuff it i never gave it a, a thought i never really thought it would be stimulating right but certainly it is it's a really it, it was fun we had a great time last night look forward to it i like our brunches yeah me with too. folks yeah so what else do we have going on well we again we're getting prepared i guess at least mentally to get back to some level of normalcy, uh, what do you, I mean, I talked to a lot of people about what is the first thing you're going to do? You know, what are you guys thinking? And a lot of times the answer is the same. We're going to start fucking some folks. Like <laughs> I've heard that a number of times. Yes. But the truth is, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is just getting out because it's beautiful now uh, this time of year where we are and just sitting on a fucking patio and relaxing and having a drink with you in a sundress and just hanging out. So I'm really looking forward to getting to doing some of that. And as it opens up more, I think what's going to end up happening is you and I will start to take more advantage of it as things become available to us. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. And we'll be able to bring some of our, you know, experiences Yeah, I am too. I'm really looking forward to that. I will say I still think it's a very kind of polarizing thing, which I don't love. I mean, I understand that it's a that it's a community type thing. And, you know, the idea of your your stay at home so that you can flatten the curve and make sure your community is safe and all of that kind of stuff. And, And while I always want to make sure that we're being as responsible as possible, there also has to be some understanding of very different situations. Oh, yeah. For example, we live in rural Montana. Yes. There have been less than, what, 400 cases in our entire state? I think it's 309. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's actually almost up to 400 now. But I mean, that's across the entire state of Montana. Well, you put it into perspective. There are 25,000 people per square mile in the city of New York. There are seven in the state of Montana. Right. So everything is going to be a little bit different. I mean, even Wyoming, which is our neighboring state, apparently during this entire process, didn't really shut down. Very little. So, you know, everyone's kind of got, is, all the different regions, I think, are going to start to evolve differently. The different phases are going to look different in different parts of the country. And so, you know, we're just going to, we're going to follow uh, the protocol. 
and do what is right for everybody, I do think we'll probably be up and running quicker than a lot of places, you know, in the country, which will be interesting. But I'm eager to get back. But I have to say I have enjoyed some of this downtime. You and I have been able to communicate differently and at a higher level, develop new ideas of what our lifestyle kind of journey is going to look like and life in general. Yes. And, you know, we've accomplished a lot just in in terms of creating content for sure and what we want that to look like going forward. So there's been a lot of cool stuff that's come out of this. I think my favorite thing that's come out of this for you and me personally is that we've had to be far more creative than we've had to be in the past. Not only in terms of like socializing with people like these Zoom calls and whatnot, but also in terms of our play with each other. I think a lot of times what would happen in the past, and I don't say this in in a negative way because it was working and it was hot, but we would go out and have experiences with other people and that would be the variety. Yeah. And our sex was very similar. We actually did an episode, what, four or five weeks ago where we were talking about sex in our bedroom. And I went back and listened to that episode and I I heard myself saying, yeah, I always come out of the bathroom from showering and immediately go to sucking your balls. And then we immediately do this and then we immediately do that. And we haven't had to create a lot of significant variety in our play right. because we've experienced it with other people. And this time has really taught us that a, we can be far more creative, and B, there are a lot of scenarios that both of us want to do together, not even with other people, just together, right. that are fun and create a, a heightened sense of eroticism between the two of us. And I think that that's a huge benefit. And well, a reminder that it's not always about other people. No, no, that's the biggest thing, I think. And what I what I was thinking the other day after I had this conversation that I did with Cole from Crazy Truth. First of all, we've communicated even more than we normally do, which sounds ludicrous, but we have. And so now we have a kind of a better understanding even than we did before of what each of us expects going forward and what we're looking forward to. Well, when I gave some thought to how long we've been together and how long we've been in the lifestyle, we have spent about four months of our relationship not in the lifestyle. Right. So... Take, put that into perspective. We've had sex with other people literally after 120 days of us being together. Right. And so this time is the longest we've gone without playing with other people since the four-month period of our relationship. Yeah, the first so four months. First yeah. four months. Right. So it really it changed my, my, my concept of what our sex life is and should be. Yes. So I, I think that's really the part that I'm um, most interested to see evolve. It's well, going to change. I agree because what we've always said is that our play, especially the hot wife dynamic, is about it's like that cover charge to get to the main event. And the main yeah. event is you and I. Right. And we've said that. And I think that's always been the goal. But I'm not sure it's always happened in practice. Right. I think about certain interactions we've had. For example, like where one time you were really sick. And yeah. I still went and played with Aiden. And then came home to you. And it was like... That was not about you and I in that moment. That was about fun. It was about me going and having an experience. And yes, we still fed off of it before and after. So there was still some sexy you know, pieces that we got to have for each other. But it wasn't really about you and me. And no. I don't want those things to happen going forward. Not to say it was a bad experience, but just I want to make sure that it is always about you and I. Well, we were just eager for the experience at that point because it had been about five days. I was real sick. And like day five, it was like, okay, you need to go have some fun. And then hopefully that will 
energize me, you know, get my ass off the couch, shave, shower, get dressed, you know, which all that kind of stuff. Which you did, to be fair, but yeah. at the same time, you were sick. And it was yeah, like, I, like I should have just, just stayed home and, and nursed you back to health instead of banging some other dude. Yeah, theoretically, I guess. But it was still fun. It was a great time. There was no, you know, nothing about it. Uh, there was no regret about any of it. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Like, that's what, what really I, I think I'm going to appreciate more now going forward because... You know, we've spent a lot of time together. Other than the four or five hours a day that I've been working, we're together all the time. Right. You know, and so we've had the opportunity to kind of, you know, determine what it is that we wanted to, our relationship and lifestyle relationship to look like going forward. And those are the kind of things that will probably change. Yeah. Along with, you know, not that we weren't super fucking selective before because our vetting process has gotten more rigorous as time has gone on. It's going to get that much more so. I can. I can assure you, especially after all the stuff that we've kind of experienced during this with these single guys, it's going to get real strict. But everything that that we've been doing, and we and I appreciate it all, every all the lifestyle stuff that we've been doing, it's going to get uh, that's that world is going to get a little bit smaller. Yeah, you know, but better, better and smaller. Like just, it's not more a, high quality. Well, all of it, like all of the interactions, will be more. I think improved. Yes, you know, because we're looking for different things now. We're interested in different things. We're only going to accept certain things, right? Right. So that's. I think all that's going to change. This this may very well have helped us get to that next level in terms of how we interact with people and what our experiences are like. Yes. You know? Another really good byproduct I've been thinking about is the fact that in the past, a lot of times what we've done, you and I have talked about this a couple times now, but in the past what we've done is we try to find the right person and then we choreograph around that person, right. right? And it has resulted in some really great relationships and some friendships. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but one of the things we've talked about changing going forward is creating the situation and finding the right person for that situation. Right. Not as if to say we're, we're using people to get what we want out of the lifestyle. Uh, it obviously has to be a mutually beneficial situation for all involved, but we want specific things. There are specific fantasies that we want to fulfill, for example. And when we kind of look through our Rolodex of people that we currently play with and have great relationships with, they're not necessarily the right people for those interactions for one reason or another, either because we want a little bit less familiarity or because we want to have a situation where maybe they just wouldn't be interested. It's not their cup of tea. And so we've talked about putting out feelers for specific situations. And I think that will really change things for us as well. I think it'll create A, a lot more fun and B, give us opportunity to connect with new people in ways that we probably wouldn't have before all of this. Well, yeah, that and the fact that like you just said, instead of looking for the person, we're going to set up the kind of the scenario that we're interested in and find the right piece, you know, people piece to fit that scenario. And instead of where maybe earlier on, if we weren't able to find that, we would change trajectory and go, okay, well, maybe this will be just as hot. So let's kind of put this person in that scenario and see what that looks like. I don't think that's going to be necessarily the case anymore. I think if we earnestly want to fulfill a fantasy, we're simply going to wait until that person or people present themselves. Yes. That's just what it's going to be. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's like, 
you know, there's no longer going to be this frenzy to have all of these experiences for the sake of having super hot experiences. We want to have experiences that we really, really want to have. Yeah. You know, I yeah. Think that's Cultivate just the right thing for the two of us and for right. the other person. Well, and events. I think, I really think that the event piece of this and the party piece of this is going to be the biggest thing for us. Yes. Because we've always had to travel anyway, for the most part, to go to an event, whether it was two hours or a, or a flight away. You know, we've always had to make that, those travel arrangements. Now, especially, you know, because there's been so many things that have been canceled, unfortunately, as the like the new party, let's quote unquote, season starts to un- uh, reveal itself, we'll, we're really going to make a concerted effort to choose the places and events that we want to attend really carefully. Yes. You know, that's, that's really what I think it's going to come down to for us. Who is going to attend that event? Who's throwing that event? Where is that event being held? Well, and I mean, also, what are they bringing to the table that's different? Yeah. I mean, n- nothing against events that are just being thrown in their, their status quo. That's been great, especially in the past. And people have been very eager to attend them, even if they are just kind of the, the normal party with the sex stuff afterwards. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But for us, specifically, the two of us, I want something different. I want something special if we're going to make that effort and spend the money because there's less of it to go around now. Yeah. Well, listen, it's it was, used to be that whole thing where if you build it, they will come. I think that's going to change. Yes. I think if you if you build it and you throw it properly, they will come. People will come. <laughs> yeah. yeah for but sure. I really think there's going to be uh, a, a higher bar set for a lot of these events, which is going to be great for uh, the the event promoters that really do the right thing. And then you know you've got some of the other folks who, like you said, throw a party together for the sake of throwing a party and just hoping that fifty or sixty or seventy people show up. That's the other thing. I don't know that we're going to see really large events for a while. Yeah. You know, I don't know what that looks like. You know, know. depending we'll on see. what parts of the of the country you're in, certainly I think that's going to play a role. But that's really going to be a, a telltale for us. I think we'll we'll see what these events look like in terms of numbers of people who is going to be comfortable going to an event with a 500 people as opposed to going to one maybe with 50 or 75. Right. You know, that really just depends on people's comfort level going forward. It's going to be interesting to see it unravel. I'm 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 anxious to kind of watch this this whole thing play out. Yeah, and it, from the little bit I have already edited of your and Cole's conversation, you guys actually yeah. talked quite a bit about that so yeah well stay you know, tuned for that guys it's a really great conversation yeah i mean you talk about people who you know that is a concern for cole and amanda you know they're they're crazy winter nights party crazy summer nights party they're big events so what does that look like for someone people like for cole and amanda well we talked about it and you know when the show comes out obviously you'll you're the you'll be able to hear it but yeah there's a concern there and i think a lot of folks that throw events are going to have that same concern they're going to have to downsize or elevate kind of the expectations and there's a lot of you know a lot of considerations there yeah you know it'll it's going to change things for us for sure but the one thing i will say if any group of people there's this is a certainly a community and a lifestyle uh community it is this is the group that's going to fill the gaps they're gonna they're gonna find their way they're gonna figure it out absolutely that's what i said at the beginning of the episode this is a community of people that are creative that are fun that are able to pivot i mean we have to be able to do that in our lifestyle right like you have to constantly be planning for plan b or or be able to execute on something quickly and so i think i mean we're gonna figure it out yeah well we've been planning an event in late 2020 and we've had to kind of change our plans and you know the people with whom we're going to be involved with and where this event is going to be held and how big the event is so you know it's it's already kind of it's changed our plans and it's 10 months away yeah so it's, it's going to change things for a while and probably for the better if i had to t- if i had to guess yeah you know which long is long term 
Yeah, not, oh, for sure. Not the short term. <laughs> no, short term, it's a kick right in the balls. <laughs> but long term, I think we're all going to come out of this thing better for it. I think so, For too. sure. I'm, I'm I don't anxious. know if I'm just being overly optimistic, but I really do see us bouncing back in a big way. And I see, like you said, a lot of changes, but not necessarily bad changes. No, no, no. I think the, I think all the changes will be for the better. You know, all the people we've communicated with and that I've chatted with about this very subject, not the, not the least of which were the three gentlemen that I, I did the interviews with, um, who have their finger on the pulse of this. I really think that everyone's going to be out, be better for this when all the dust settles. Right now, it sucks. It's going to suck for a period of time as we kind of find our way and navigate the new the opening the world back up yeah. again. But once it, it all levels off, I think the lifestyle in general is going to be better for this. We're going to just be better prepared and there are going to be better events and everyone's just going to be on their game. And I just think it's going to be better for everyone. Yeah, I sure yeah. hope so. Sure. I would love to have a conversation with some of our listeners about some of this stuff too. If you guys have any thoughts on this, send them to us at mail at frontporchswingers.com. Uh, I actually would love to put a blog together with some thoughts from people on like, what does this do to the lifestyle scene? What can we be doing now to prepare for a better future within the lifestyle community? What have you seen coming out of this that is a positive? Uh, I'm just really interested to get some different perspectives because obviously we are immersed in lifestyle stuff, but that certainly doesn't mean we see all of it or are exposed to all of it so um send send us some thoughts i'm really curious to see what people have to say yeah i am as well and really anxious and eager to hear from our our male listeners whether you're a coupled person or you are a single person after you've listened to some of the uh conversations i've had with some of the guys in the space eager to get your perspectives on it really want to get some more of that uh, yeah. I'm, I'm hungry to hear what some more of the guys have to say we hear a lot of, as I said, a lot from the gals, a lot from couples, but certainly never just from the male perspective, yeah. lifestyle you know, related. So any of you guys out there want to throw me some, some uh, an email or, or chat about it, love to, love to hear from you. Absolutely. So, hey, guys, if you're not already following us on social media, please make sure you do so. We're on Twitter and Instagram at FP Swingers. We've been throwing up a lot of just stories and things we have going on in our own lives right now, as well as information on new episodes and all of the future interviews that we're doing. So you'll be the first to hear about some of those things if you're following us on social media. We also have a new video going up on YouTube very shortly talking all about the Tremor. So if you're interested in what that product is all about, how it's different than some of its competitors, and trust me, it is, I would highly recommend that you head on over to that uh, Front Porch Swingers YouTube page or channel, I should say, and subscribe to us there so that you know when that video hits. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It is. And also, guys, if you would do us a huge favor and make sure you are subscribed on whichever platform you are currently listening on, most of them have the ability for you to subscribe. That really helps us uh, be more visible to people looking for content like ours. So we would greatly appreciate the support there. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and have not already left us a review, we hope you'll consider doing so. Yeah, absolutely. Thank everybody for listening. Stay safe and uh, keep on listening. Yeah, thanks, guys.